guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode. This week, I have an interview with Allie Davis. Allie, in case you don't know, has the moniker of Pinterest Queen. Now, she didn't give it to herself, but I think that's kind of what you should expect to happen after you write a best-selling book called, ooh, Pinteresting. It hit number one in blogs, digital media, and web marketing categories. Not to mention, it's about Pinterest. Who doesn't want to read that? And actually, who doesn't want to talk to Allie about Pinterest? Because it is completely her passion, and she's just an absolute doll to spend time with. So other than being a best-selling author and a female entrepreneur, Allie is a woman who was diagnosed with a very serious illness when she was younger. She realized that that was her opportunity to do something different. She went through a lot of personal development, a lot of thinking, a lot of soul searching, and she set up her business to be able to manage her illnesses and do what she loves. She's living proof that you can build a successful business while dealing with illness, and she is passionate about helping other women do the same. Allie's got a workshop coming up that if you are interested in using Pinterest for your business effectively, I can't recommend highly enough. But besides that, I hope you get a ton out of this interview. She was great fun to talk to. I mean, the amount of laughing that I've had to edit out of this was ridiculous. But she's an absolute treasure to spend time with. And I know you'll feel the same by the end. So without any further ado, here's the Pinterest queen herself, Allie Davis. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do 
and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. Well, Ali, thank you so much for joining me today. I am really looking forward to having a chat all about you and everything that you do. So could you actually give us a little outline before we jump in about who you are, what you do, where you come from, all the good stuff? Of course. Well, thank you so much for having me. I just love the fact that we're going to have a chat. So thank you. So my name is Ali. I'm Ali Davis. I seem to have acquired the name Pinterest Queen. It's not something I gave myself. I'm not from a royal background by any means. People know me as a Pinterest queen. I like to call myself Pinterest strategist. Um, I help women and businesses use Pinterest to increase their traffic and leads and convert them to sales. I live in Wales in the UK. It's People say it's always raining and more recently has always been pretty rainy, um, also rather snowy. I recently moved here, I say recently moved here, um, moved here two years ago now, live here with my partner and my um, Labrador Freddy. Do I remember correctly you live on a sheep farm? <laughs> Why did I tell you that? <laughs> because I love it. Stuck with me. Yeah, so today, I mean, and it's so iconic. For anyone that's listening, if you know Wales, they'll say Wales and sheep and what have you. So um, I've actually snuck out from lambing today. I've said, sorry, I've got calls and stuff, so I'm not in the barn lambing. Um, So yeah, so my other part of my life, I suppose, is I'm a sheep farmer. I'm doing inverted commas here. I met my partner 10 years ago, um, and he was... A sheep farmer then as well as he, he works as well um but does sheep farming as a sort of hobby business yeah so over the last six years probably I've become um a sheep farmer <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are lambing um we've got lots of lambs everywhere and obviously work to do um we do pedigree sheep so this is going to be boring for your listeners but yeah pedigree sheep we're not like commercial just getting loads of sheep for meat is pedigree so we sell them on for breeding so it's a bit a bit nicer than just like growing for meat but yes that's my other part of my life I suppose (laughs) and out of curiosity like was it the Pinterest or the sheep farming that surprised you more when you look back and say oh so that happened (laughs) yes probably the sheep farming (laughs) um I mean I am I have my back my see my background I had a horse when I was growing up. My mum's got a small holding. So like animals and stuff is still like, has always been a passion. Um, But yeah, I didn't think I'd actually be like a sheep farmer. So my weekends consist of checking stock and feeding and all the rest of it. I suppose when I look back, I have been in some weird situations with some sheep at lambing time. So yeah, probably the sheep farming, I definitely (laughs) look back and go, wow, really? (laughs) What led you into Pinterest? Yeah, um, well, a bit of a story. Um, so about, I keep saying four years ago, but I forget we're now in another new year. So yeah. probably five years ago now, um, I got diagnosed with a rare autoimmune disease. So one day I was in a corporate job in human resources. Um, and then obviously had to have lots of tests and scans and things. And then literally the doctor came to see me. Um, they first told me it was cancer. So um, I sort of spent four months kind of having biopsies and diagnosing whether it was cancer. 
but it's an autoimmune disease that mimics cancer. So one day I was in my corporate job, the next day I wasn't. Um, I went through quite a dark time in terms of, you know, my life had changed upside down. I was dealing with my health and pain and fatigue. Um, and Pinterest really just became, I wasn't interested in anything. I didn't really get out of my pajamas. I didn't really move from the sofa. So I was trying to struggle with like this whole new alley, this whole new world. So Pinterest just became, it was an escape really. I used to just sit there and look at all these places I'd love to go. And like, if I was to ever get married, what dream marriage I'd have. And um, like these beautiful places in the world I wanna see. And I'd like design all these things like my dream home and everything. And because it was such an escape for me, it like took me away from my life. It took me away from what I was dealing with at the time. And that's really where my passion, I mean, I'd always used Pinterest, but my passion really became then when I realized like the huge potential of the platform. You've written a book, which is like, has the cutest title. I, seriously, <laughs> I love it. Kudos to whoever came up with it. But so tell me how this led into going from being your distraction from your challenges to a book and everything that you're doing now. Yeah, so um, as I was saying, it was quite a dark time. Didn't get out of my pajamas, didn't really have a life, struggled to really feel like what my purpose was in life. I never really wanted to be that corporate girl, um, but I got sucked into it. And then before I know it, I was like in that HR job for a long time and what have you. So prior to me getting poorly, I had been already thinking about, I like dabbled in network marketing and I was thinking about ways I could actually not be that corporate in that corporate world. So I look back now and I'm grateful for the health challenge because it's made me obviously reevaluate my life and actually do something now that I'm really passionate about. But it took a while. So it took a lot of time, a lot of mindset um, therapy to actually go and say, okay, the old alley is gone. I've got to find this new alley. And on that journey, I very much started like challenging myself to go, okay, alley, had a challenge you've got to deal with your health that's a big part of like managing your day what can you do to push yourself forward like look into the future to do something and focus something rather than just sitting around in your pajamas so I came across although I love sitting around in pajamas oh yeah <laughs> I came across a couple of business mentors and they were just saying like you really need to focus your time and effort into something so I thought well why not like why the hell not write a book you know <laughs> sure when I look back I'm like why was that such a good idea and it's like I traveled Japan by myself when I was 18 I look back at that as one and go why was that a good idea but it's like those two like those things at the time they're big like, yeah how <laughs> like, let's just do it but actually like I wrote a friggin' book like <laughs> you know <laughs> So yes, yeah, so I thought, well, I'll just write a book. So that's what I did. I just started writing, um, you know, about Pinterest. I started obviously learning a lot, doing a lot of research. And then, yeah, just started writing a book. So I wasn't, I wasn't obviously offering myself out there. I wasn't being public in terms of my services. I was still very much dealing with that whole, I'm not in corporate anymore and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, the book became this like passion project, I suppose. Um, which is then how I came into the world and said, hey, I'm, I'm now Ali and I'm a Pinterest strategist. So. And your book is called, ooh, Pinteresting. 
Yeah. I freaking love it. Uh, I, can't, I can't take credit for that. The the lady who helped me or the company um, that helped me do the book, Authors and Co, Abby, she came up with the title. And when she said it, it stuck. And then that's it. Yeah. So it would be interesting. So I like to have a play on words. So I quite like my course I'm launching later this year is called Get Intentional. So I like to just like have these little, you know. I so went into the wrong area. I... <laughs> Those things are genius. I love it. They are, you know, but yeah. I, and they're, they're the type of things at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what other words can I make that have a P in the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I, I don't know. I love because it, it shows off your quirkiness, like your sense of humor, you know, like I like it. It's not just boring and bland. It's, um, it's cute. You remember it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, absolutely. So how was the process of writing a book? I'm gathering it wasn't just you decided and it flowed all easily every day and getting it published was a walk in the park. Like you went from one challenge to a different challenge. Tell me all about that. Exactly. And like I'm saying, like I look back now and go, I wrote a book. And still when I see it on my bookshelf or like people say I've read your book, I'm like, what the hell? Like I wrote the book, you know. It's only a small book. So in like publishing terms, it's only like a micro book. Some people write like obviously massive books. But yeah, the process wise, and this is something I've learned as I've gone on in my entrepreneurial journey is to have a plan. I literally just sat there and started writing a whole host of stuff. And then afterwards it was like, oh, perhaps I need to put this in some sort of like framework and chapters and things. So yeah. if I was to do it again, I'd definitely think about, you know, having a plan of what you want to say. I'm very grateful that after a lot of, um, you know, just blurring my words out that I did have those business mentors. I could like say, what do you think about this? And I'd also obviously talk to some of my other friends. Um, and then it kind of took a bit more shape in terms of I wanted the reader to go through a journey to be able to have the book and actually take action on Pinterest. I didn't want okay. it to just another one of those books where you read and then you're like, okay. And it goes in your brain. You do it. I wanted like to be able to take like massive action as you went through um and in the end that's how it how it came about so I know that a lot of my listeners have always wanted to write a book or have been like I am writing a book or I'm thinking about it or so I I appreciate you taking the time to talk a little bit about the process I appreciate it no definitely I mean and it's it's something with my health challenges because I've got a couple now I've seemed to have acquired as life has gone on I would I've thought about like maybe in the future writing a, a book more around how I was in challenges and get out and all that um, and I definitely think like if, if you're listening you need to have some sort of plan always try and like schedule out time to write because when you've got all the other things going on like if you've got a family you've got kids you've got a business you've got client work whatever it is you'll never then find the time to do that one thing. So if this is like a massive passion project, you want to write a book, you need to block time out where you go away, sit in some house in the garden, away from the kids, whatever, um, and block time out to like do and say, right, each week or each month, I want to write 5,000 words. Um, so that again, you can really work to a goal of, I want to like publish in six months. A process, like you said. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is, like, sometimes you don't feel like writing. You know, it's like anything in our life, isn't it? Sometimes you don't want to make dinner or you don't want to, like, go show up. Sometimes you have to, I suppose, if you've got to feed 
people that are dependent on you. But, you know, if you don't want to do it right then, like don't sit in a blank screen. Um, come back to it when you are feeling passionate to do it. And also don't sit in front of a blank screen. So just start like I did. I just started blubbing load of waffle down. And then, you know, at least you feel like you're writing some words. It's, I think that holds true for a lot of the writing that we have to do, like even just copywriting for our own businesses. The worst thing in the world is to sit there and stare at the blank screen, waiting for the perfect word to start. Yes, Because exactly. that just, that's a rare unicorn. Yeah, for sure. And the biggest thing like I keep, I probably tell myself every day is progress over perfection. Yeah. Because it's so easy to like think we've well, got to wait perfect moment it's going to be the perfect thing when actually just starting can sometimes be the catalyst to where you want to go so what of your personality traits do you think benefits your work with Pinterest the most well I like the fact that you said I'm quirky which is quite funny actually because I like I haven't somebody hasn't said that to me probably for a while like you know back in when you were in an office job and everything um so definitely I'd say I'm I'm quirky but also I come from, I say I come from a creative background, but I have got like an art A level. I was really passionate about art when I was in my earlier 20s. And that was always been important to me in terms of it's a visual search engine. So going on there and it, it works for me and how I work. Like I'm more about visuals than I am about a load of text. So that's one of the things for me. But I also like the fact that as I'm all about like, you know, integrity, doing things simply showing up the way you show up rather than trying to pretend you're anything else. Um, and Pinterest to me like talks to that in terms of like, there's no, you, yes, you're creating pins, but it's not like filtering a selfie and then putting some social comment. You're not on there to gain, like you are, you are on there to gain supporters, but you're not trying to increase your follower count like you would on Facebook or Instagram. You're on there for business reasons. You're on there strategically to drive traffic to your business. So you can just use it as a business marketing tool, you know? And so that's why I think it suits me. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> no, it does. It, it completely makes sense. What do you love the most about the work that you do? And not just, you know, like you can open this up to working with Pinterest directly, but also with your business. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I'd say is, I love the people I've met. So for example, you, I wouldn't have come across you. Oh. And this is like that second like, proper Zoom conversation. It's just really great and refreshing to chat to somebody um, and chat to somebody that's from like different world, like you're in a diff totally different location and all that sort of thing. So that's the, one of the main things. I've come across some really incredible human people. The second thing has been a, a kind of the result. So a lot of my one-to-one -one clients have had like really significant results for the business so this isn't it's not a vanity game or we're not trying to compete with having like I say loads of followers it's very much about generating the traffic so a one-to-one -one client I had was an Instagram manager and her number one traffic generator became Pinterest over Instagram and it's things like that that stick with me because I think you know that that made results for your business that gave you serious traffic and leads to your website which then you can obviously convert to email subscribers or whatever you, you want to do so it's the results that um is a big thing as well so the people I've met the results that you can get from Pinterest and I suppose I, I really enjoy with my group and things I really enjoy like chatting to people <laughs> I really enjoy like 
not teaching, I suppose, in a way, but not teaching like I'd never want to be a teacher, but, you know, being able to part my information that I feel, you know, could really benefit you. Yeah, right. And it's a nice group as well. Like it's a nice place to hang out in. Yeah, it could be just somewhere where you could come and hang out, learn a bit, share a bit about your life, you know. And I will 100% link to your Facebook group in the show notes. So if anybody listening is interested in learning a bit more about Pinterest, I will absolutely have all the links, all the ways you can track down Ali in the show notes. What? Because there has to be something. So what is it that you like the least about your work? The most annoying things, I suppose, I find out that in my job is a lot of people go, oh, so it's just another social media platform. Or, oh, it's the same as like Instagram or Facebook. And I'm like, no. And I really want to grab the blue stick and go, hello. Um, so that's one of, the, one of the most annoying things I find in terms of people just don't get Pinterest. Um, and so really, I'm very much, my mission is to kind of like get everybody to know the power of Pinterest. I really like that answer because it was unexpected. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like things. I like, oh, I hate writing emails. And, well, yeah, there's yeah. that. You know, like, sitting down with a blank piece of paper when you're going to write coffee or like showing up on so, you know, all those things. Too. But, yeah, the most annoying thing is people don't know the power of Pinterest. Who do you like to work with? It's really important for me that regardless of what you do, um, it's about how you show up. So I will only work with people that can appreciate the value that I'm going to add to their business, but also that they have, you know, a bit of compassion, empathy, integrity. So the values are really important to me. You know, with my health challenges and stuff, I have to work in a certain way and I need some flexibility. And I'm, I'm not, I don't like to work with people that are like all out for them and it's all about results. Obviously, if you employ me for a service, I will deliver that service and more, but it's just about being able to build a bit of a connection as well as just being there to do a job for you. Absolutely. That, that makes sense. And what do you get asked the most often? What do I get asked the most often? How many times a day should I pin? That's Mm -hmm. one. Um, So it's, as I was saying, but what's really annoying is, um, so it's just another social media platform. So I just show up in that way. That's the other one. And the third one is why, why I don't understand, like, why should I bother with Pinterest? And again, that's one where I'm like, hello, when I'm yelling at people going, <laughs> come on, don't you know, you know? So, um, yeah, that would be the, um, the most um, questions I get asked. But what do you wish people would ask you? I wish people would ask me more like, okay, so I'm using Pinterest, so what strategy do I need to adopt next? Or, um, you know, if I'm if I'm already using Pinterest, you know, should I bother with social media? It's those types of questions where I want people to come because Pinterest is never number one. Um, and it's never thought of as the first platform that they should be bothering with. Um, and I'm always like, it it should be. Um, so I'd love it if people came to me already having like looked at Pinterest and thought about how they can use it. And then it really said like, okay, so I'm, I'm using Pinterest. How, how do I do this? Um, whereas obviously I always get the ones where I'm like, well, I'm on all the social media platforms. Should I be on Pinterest too? So 
that would be more what I, I would love people to ask me. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's interesting because like, that's kind of how I came to you because if anybody who has listened to the show for a while, they'll know that like many, many months ago, I had made a decision that I was actually going to go on Pinterest before I did any social media. Yeah, I know, right? Because I'd been hearing so much about it. And it's the fact that it's a strategic media, like it's not, it's, it's not social. It's, yeah, yeah, it's- it, yes. And like, I am all about like the strategic communication, I'd rather do something that's going to bring a result. And so I did my own kind of like nosing around and playing around and figuring it out. And like, I was getting a couple of I don't know, a couple of hundred or maybe I had like two or 3000 views or impressions a month, but I've been in your group for, I don't even know how long anymore, a couple of months or over the weekend when I checked my Pinterest, I was up over 17,000 impressions. There's no way anybody near that number 17,000 are seeing like my posts on Facebook or, you know? Yeah. So I, I completely, I'm a convert. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate. And that's why it's amazing talking to you because you get it. Um, And, you know, I, I appreciate I have to do education around like why Pinterest is so amazing for your business, but that's like 17,000 people's eyes Mm -hmm. on your content. And then depending on what you're saying in your pin and in your description, potentially those 17,000 people can click and come across your website, put them into email subscribers, or you can convert them to reading like your blog and then opting into something, you know, and it's a way of actually generating leads. Um, yeah. And that's why I'm super passionate about it. You know, like you say, it's un- unlikely you get 17,000 people to view a Facebook post. And even then, do you get 17,000 likes or comments or 17,000 people going, yeah, let me know how I can pay you to be part of my life. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. You know, I'm not, a lot of people think I'm always like down on social media. I'm not, I'm on social media. It's a way to be social. It's a way to, you know, nurture um, real, well, nurture relationships yeah. in a digital way. Um, but like Pinterest is about, like you said, that strategic business marketing where you can actually put a pin on and go, okay, the focus of this pin and the reason why I'm pinning is to get them on my email list. And then you know, that's how you do it. So. Exactly. And the people who are looking at your pin have come across your pin because they are interested in what you do. Yep. It's not just like, you know, the mindless scroll. Exactly. And that's why I say to people, I'm like, your ideal client is on Pinterest. They're already looking for you. You just love them. Um, because like you say, they're on Pinterest because it's a search engine. They're going on and searching for that specific term or that specific thing that you do. And then, hey, you come up in front of their search results and then they go, oh, I'll, I'll look into this. And then that's how, you know. So- that's how it happens. Yeah. And I love the fact that you get all of that data. Like the amount of data that you get off of Pinterest as like a back end user makes me all a flutter. It's so exciting. <laughs> it is, but that could give you so much insight into like what you should do better, like what's not yeah. working, whether you're actually finding your ideal client. Like if your ideal client is female and in their 20s and you're actually getting loads of males in their 50s, like you know that the content you're putting on Pinterest is not working. So yeah. that's why so like insightful but also because it talks 
if you have a website and you set it all up and whatever, you can, like I use Google Analytics, you can look at analytics on the back end of your website and go, okay, am I getting traffic from Pinterest? And then you'll start to see, well, well yeah, I am. People are coming from Pinterest into my website. Um, yeah, so super exciting what you say. You can see, like I can see anyway, um, that people have clicked on my pins and like gone through and listened to my podcast. And I can see in my podcast, um, my uploader, it'll tell me my top refers. So where I'm getting the traffic from and Pinterest is consistently there. So like it, it works. (laughs) You can just, we'll just take that clip, forget the rest of it. Pinterest works and she wrote a book and joined her group yeah I love talking to you because you get it um and I appreciate like a lot of people don't get it and that's fine you know that's what I'm here for I'm on a mission to help people get it but it's nice to talk to you because you get it and it's working for you you know yeah well it's hard not to get it when you see it work and I find Pinterest oh I I find Pinterest like intimidating almost as intimidating as Instagram because I am not a visually creative person it's just not who I am and like I said to you before like you don't need to be a graphic designer you don't need no artist on designing a beautiful pin like if you use Canva or any free like platform like that they have pin templates change it to your brand colors change it to your brand typography add in a stock image of yours or like an image of you and the job's are good yeah, I was putting way more stress on myself about the imagery than what was really required. I'm on Train Alley with It Is What We Need To Do. Ah, yes. Don't get me wrong, like you, Pinterest will recognize you if you have good quality pins. So like yeah. putting any old rubbish up there or some crappy like stock images or like tacky stuff will not work like if you use Pinterest a lot you'll see those spammy tag ones yeah um, so then they're, they're not about that but my point is like I said to you when we chatted before is there shouldn't be that overwhelming pressure to make this thing like all singing or dancing beautiful like pin just as long as it's good quality and you can use a pin template um then yeah then it, it works okay we'll use that as the clip it works <laughs> <laughs> What is the best advice that you have ever received? Best advice I've ever received is no one is you. That is your superpower. That's the biggest one I listen to. And also the only person who can make a difference in your life is you. So with my story, with my health challenges, um, so a year ago I had a life-threatening brain aneurysm, had to have a five-hour operation in the hope to survive, basically. You know, life throws you all sorts of things but the biggest thing I think about um on a daily basis probably is how short life is and you can only control this moment that you're in right now and that doesn't mean I don't have crap days and that doesn't mean like things don't get on top of me and I'm annoyed at life or the world or all the things but like the only power I have is how I show up how I act um what I do so when there's things that you can't control and when you're worrying about like things or you're looking at the social media and comparing yourself you know the only superpower I have is my own um, and the only difference I can make is to my own life so that's the things that like I try and keep grounded 
you really weight that advice with your own perspective. There's an added level of meaningfulness in there. Yeah, totally. And like, you know, a lot of people go, oh my God. Um, I suppose with both being told I had cancer and not, not having cancer and then having a life-threatening brain aneurysm, which I still have, um, although I'm, I don't believe I'm, life is threatened now. But, you know, you have to you have to work on yourself, you know, you have to show up for you um, and really hold on to the fact that, like I said, you know, the only difference I can make to how this conversation's going, how my afternoon's going is, is up to me. So um, what advice would you give others? The advice I would give others um, is very much around showing up in the moment. So yes, you know, we can all worry about tomorrow. We can all worry about the future and life does happen. So there are worries. Like I'm not being totally obeyed to the fact that there isn't shit that goes on in the world. Um, but worrying will only take away tomorrow's joy. So you very much need to think about like this moment, like as I was saying, how you can show up, how you can change your perspective to, you know, really control, I suppose, the joy that you have out of life. Like life is so short, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So what can you make, what difference can you make to right now um, to how, you know, how you're feeling or how you're showing up um, and how you want your life to be? Sorry if that's really deep, guys. Like anyone who's listening, I've gone from like Pinterest, bang, you know, you've got to live life. But it's very much like my mantra, I suppose, um, because of everything I've been through. Um, but also because, you know, nothing's guaranteed. This life isn't guaranteed. So you've just got to make the most of every moment. So, Ali, if somebody has been converted to Pinterest on the back of your enthusiasm, how can somebody work with you? Tell me about, like, your freebie and, and what you've got coming up. Oh, thank you. Well, um, I have a powerful Pinterest guide, um, which is my free, um, you know, few pages, which talks you through, like, what I believe you need um, when you're starting out with Pinterest. Um, so my kind of tips and insight into, like, when you're starting, this is a guide that you need. Also, what's coming up is I'm launching a, as I was saying earlier, it's called Get Pinten Get Pintentional. Um, so that's my sort of um, course, which is a, a live learning course. So it's with me a bit like this. You'll get the all quirky round alley um, talking to you live so we can have it like an interactive session. Um, and that course really goes through, you know, the basics of Pinterest, really the power of Pinterest, why you need it in your life and your business, um, but also actually using the platform. So creating a content strategy, creating a marketing strategy. Um, so although I talk about my love for Pinterest, I'm very much about using it strategically. Um, and a lot of what I talk about in my group and elsewhere is about like having a strategy. So um, that's very much what um, the, the purpose of the course will be. Perfect. And your freebie, I will, I'll link to all of that again in the show notes. Thank you. But do you want to very quickly just say where people can find information about those things? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to AliDavis.com, um, you'll find um, not only my book um, that you can get from Amazon, um, but you'll find my freebies. So you can download obviously the Pinterest guide and there's also um, information, more information about me um, and obviously ways to work with me. And then I'm on obviously the socials as well. So um, I know Janice will link to them. Um, 100%. In my group, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Perfect. And is there anything 
else that you wanted to talk about that we haven't haven't covered already all i'd say to you guys listening is if you haven't already explored the power of pinterest then please do go and look at whether your um, business niche your industry is on there because I'm, i'm sure it is and then look at ways that you can use that strategically to help generate traffic for your business and secondly i hope that my story is inspiring to you and that it makes you really think about living life to the full um, and that it's short so really make the most of this moment absolutely brilliant thank you so much for your time today ali i really really appreciate it and i enjoyed it i feel like it was there was a lot of value in there this is one of those ones that i think people are going to have to go back and listen to again so thank you for your time and uh and for having a laugh with me oh thank you so much i've loved it and um i hope everyone listening enjoyed it too and thank you so much for having a giggle with me Yes. What people don't realize is that there will be a lot of laughter edited out of this. <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to stop myself laughing. This is going to have to like go through and edit so much stuff. Laughing out. <laughs> you know what? There's no point in doing work. And I have those in air quotes or that in air quotes. Um, if you don't enjoy it at the same time. So thanks for that. No, thank you. Loved it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.